So basically, um, when I was a little baby, my uh, when I was born in 1983, my mom uh, had me, and she. Um, she didn't know what baby she will have, but she, she fell in love with me, uh, just the way that I am. Say, this baby is gonna grow. I don't know. I don't know what they th thought way back in the days when I was just a baby, because maybe my mom had some thoughts. Say, I hope my child. Um, can can do all things. You know, my mom and my dad, they don't treat my they don't treat me and my brother any different. My my parents will always uh treat uh my brother as my brother and they will all and they will treat and they will treat me as Evan. This is episode number 134 with Evan Vorazaris. You're listening to American Snippets, the all-American podcast for those looking to dream bigger, live better, and make an impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Once again, my name is Dave Brown. I'm here with my partner and co-host, Barbara Allen, and we are going to dive right in to this week's episode with Evan Vorazaris. Uh, Evan could have let himself believe being born with Down's syndrome meant he'd be less able to achieve his dreams and other people. He could have let the taunts and cruelty of his peers break him. But instead, he became a valued and loved member of his high school football team, and he went on to build a career as an actor and anti-bullying advocate. Evan has worked with stars like Jason Bateman, and he speaks to students around the world encouraging kindness and confidence. So listen in to this episode as Evan shows us all that everyone has an ability to achieve their dreams and serve to inspire others. So without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Evan Vorazaris. You are listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen. So very excited to be here today with our friend, Evan Vorazaris whose name sometimes I get right, sometimes I get wrong, but he's, he's okay with it. Evan, we got to meet you about a year and a half ago at an event that our friend Tim Clund, who has also been featured on American Snippets, was running a charity event to support veterans. You do so much work to help other people, and you have now got a good platform to do it. You've appeared on a lot of well-known shows, including the Netflix series Ozark, which is one of our favorites. Um, you speak at different organizations and stages around the country, talking about things that are important to you and lessons that you've learned and how your life story helps other people deal with their struggles and overcome their challenges as well. You've certainly faced your share of struggles. You've been through some times that you had a bounce back from and you bounce back from with a smile and now you're getting back into the acting game and we're so excited to see you 
back doing what you love after you went through another round of challenges and struggles. Evan, we're so happy to have you here today and get to know your story and share it with our community. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. Yeah. And it was worth worth the time it took to get you here, right? Yeah. It took me a while because um, it's been like a year um, that uh, I was on Zoom. Yeah. So I, I had to figure it out. Yeah. And here we are. So let's talk a little bit about where you are today and what you're doing. And then we'll go back to, you know, wh- why you started it all and some things that you've been through and some lessons that you have for our community. Okay. 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 I can do that. All right. Good. So tell people what you do. So, um, so as myself, as Evan, I, um, I share my story and my story is really touching and it inspires people. And I, I've been, you know, on Valentine's day, I went to an elementary school and I never knew that I could get an opportunity to speak at an elementary school in Bay city, Texas. And it was amazing to be able to interact with the kids. And I just told them a story. We always have to be friendly, friendly and kind. We, um, we always have to be kind to people because if you're not kind, it's, it's gonna affect that person. And I just, you know, you know, on the news, I saw this kid. I saw this 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 video of a kid on Facebook and Instagram that he was a a dwarf. Yeah, and that's sad. You know, I was trying to figure figure it out. Why do people like mean? Not not nice because because. All people are different. Like, if if you're a dwarf or that have Down syndrome or autism, you gotta be kind. You gotta you gotta be friendly because when you're not friendly, it's gonna affect people. It's gonna affect. You know, I don't like to say the word, but people get sick, people get stressed out, and it ends up as Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Suicide. Yes. And, and like to me, I I don't like when people attack each other because when they attack each other, it it causes issues. It causes big issues uh, with that situation. Yeah, very Um, true. Very true. Were you, so you share your story with these students. Because you've been through things when you were in school, were you also bullied? Were kids mean to you? Yeah, um, I was bullied before. I was bullied uh, when I was in school, like uh, elementary school, junior high, and high school. And yeah. but but my senior year, I was good with the the football team. I was a a sports trainer, and I made so many friends. But in high school and junior high and elementary, 
people were mean because I was in special ed, special ed, education, and they they always will be mean and make my life miserable. And so it's kind of like with people in the acting industry, you know, like they will put stuff online and people see that. And even though he didn't tag my name, he will mention it. He will mention things, uh, lies about me. Somebody, somebody in the acting world is posting bad things about you now? Yeah, um, he's putting uh, things out there because I have Down syndrome. And I think he's doing that because he's, he thinks that he can win. Like, that's not right. Well, I'm I'm, good- yeah, I'm very sorry to hear that. I haven't seen anything, you know, anything other than amazing things people saying about you. And I think we all have our share of people who, you know, we call them haters, you know, they come out after you. I get what you're saying. When I was a little girl, I had some kids really spend a couple of years tormenting me to where I felt like I was suicidal and I want, I hated myself and my life. And it, it hurts me to hear other people going through that. And now as we're doing what we're doing, we have people coming out and saying things about us that aren't true and trying to get other people not to work with us. I think Evan, as you get bigger and you know, you yourself, you're reaching more people now, you know, we found you and we hadn't known your story until we got to run into you. And then we follow you and we see the things that people are saying and the message that you're having and you're just reaching more people. And unfortunately there's a lot of just nasty people out there that will always find something negative to say. And I think you're going to have your share of that. People are going to do the same thing to you that they do to everyone else. And that's really more a symbol of they're just unhappy with themselves and not you. So I hope that you don't, you know, let that get you down or bother you because everything we see is people just saying amazing things about you, Evan. And I remember when we met you, you got out there, we were in the after event from the softball game and you were dancing and you just made everybody around you so happy. So happy. I was like, we should all dance the way that Evan dances, you know, because <laughs> you just walked around the room with a big smile and that's who you are. And anybody who has the pleasure of meeting you gets to know that. And, um, you know, I tried to bring entertainment. Like, yes, I like to entertain myself. But <laughs> that's what life is about, you know, because if you're, if you're not dancing, you're, you're kind of bored. I'm kind of like, um, bored, but yeah. I can't, I can't be bored. I got to entertain myself. See, but and yeah. that's the spirit, Evan, that, that makes everybody you meet just want to be with you more, you know? so. That's important. And so, and I imagine a world like acting, a career like acting is full of competition, just like any other field, right? Any job that you're going to do, a lot of areas are competitive and people say there's only so many places open and they want them. So if they have to knock you out so that they can get in, then that's what they're going to try to do sometimes. 
Does yeah. that happen? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Does it happen like in the world? Is it just competitive where people say, you know, maybe you tried out for so many spots and there's, they're only going to hire one person. So yeah, yeah everything is competitive. Like, yeah. It's so hard. Uh, like, but that's what I wanted. Like I, I have it, but acting wise is difficult. Like your scripts, you have to memorize your scripts. You have to, you have to make sure that because casting directors and directors, uh, uh, rather for the actor to um, not to bring the script on camera because it's you, you have to have it in the brain. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what acting acting is kind of like education. You gotta educate to be a good actor. Why? Why did you start acting? When did you start acting? I started acting in 2011. 2011. I, uh, my friend uh, Anna uh, went to the Art Institute of Houston, and um, she was doing. She had a project for her homework, and she asked. She was looking for an actor for her project. And my mom, my mom likes the the short film. It's called Thousands. It's a, a student project, and she uh, couldn't find an actor, and so she asked me. And I said, "Of course, I would love to do that." So, of course, that'd be awesome. And so, I, I portrayed a character as as um Jesus. I was Jesus, and um. I told this guy, uh, comes in, he's at church, and he couldn't find a place in his heart at church because how come I have to go to church every Sunday? Because you have to. Why? Because Jesus loves you. So, like, like people, you know, you have to give time for Jesus. For Jesus, um, people need to, like, for him, it was like I had to be there and tell him, you know, you need to come. To, how come you don't go to church every Sunday? And he says, because I, I have to. That was, your, that was your role. So your very first acting job, you played Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a hard character to play for the very first time out. And then were you were you in high school when that happened? Where were you? Um I was out of high school. I was out of high school. So it was like 2000 so 2011. Okay. I started I started becoming an actor. So what were you doing with yourself in general? Were you working? Were you at yeah. a different school when you when you first started this? So when I first started this, I used to work at a grocery store. At a grocery store, and um, I was a bagger um, during that time. Who did I? I talked to. We interviewed somebody. And I don't know why 
this is failing me, his name, he called it a, a grocery engineer. He was bagging groceries and he, he also did that at first and it's bothering me so deeply that I can't remember his who the, that was, but I guess that's a good sign. We get to interview so many amazing people, but that's not the first time I've heard that, that somebody was working you know, at a grocery store, bagging groceries, and then found something that they love and started doing that. And now here you are, you went from a friend's film to you've been on the show Ozark with some really big names in acting and you speak at different schools and events and on different stages talking about, you know, not bullying, talking about how to live with autism and how to be kind to people and how to use your story and what you're dealing with to help other people. And I think that's just great, Evan. It's just, it takes, you know, a lot of courage to get up in front. You know, there's a lot of people and we talk to people who have been in the special forces and they've been in combat a ton of times and they have, other people have gone into fires and rescue people, but they all say, when I think about getting up on stage, or they have said that they were nervous to get up on stage and talk in front of people when they've done so many things that the rest of us would be like, you know, just terrified to do, right? And here are these people doing these incredible things, but still the thought of getting up on the stage and speaking makes them nervous. So right. you're doing something that makes so many people nervous, no matter what they've done. And that's pretty cool, isn't it? It is a great feeling. It's yeah. like a great feeling to be able to interact with people. It's amazing to be able to talk to children and adults and teen teenagers and younger adults. So it's it's yeah. it's just amazing to be able to to be a speaker. You know, like I'm a a speaker, a national speaker with my agency, but I haven't got anything yet. I, I've been waiting for years. So my main goal is to travel you know, the United States and to be able to reach out to other uh, schools and events. Yeah. Speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be, it would be great. And I think it will come, Evan. Would you ever imagine if you can look back to yourself when you were a little boy and you were being bullied and these people were making your life so hard, if you knew that one day you would get to go back to schools and talk to other kids who maybe are going through what you went through now, wouldn't that be great if you had known that back then? That would be all. Yeah, um, that'd be great to be able to to reach out to more and more. Yeah. Because I call it, it's a, it's a craft and I love, I love it so much. It is definitely a craft. It's not as easy as it can look right to get up on stage and people say, that wasn't hard. You just spoke for 20 minutes or 45 minutes. And that's man, what a life that must be so easy. It is not easy. Is it? It's not easy. No, (laughs) but like, uh, on Wednesday when I, go to Great Day Houston with Deborah Duncan. Um, I'm going to be talking about, like, I'm changing things around. So I'm, I'm going to be talking about bullying awareness and 
inspire people and um, on TV. So there's a, a Be Strong Texas representative for Be Strong. Um, that's going to be my other guest on the show. So I gave her an opportunity to share her story, how she became an advocate herself. That's so, great. So I like to reach out to other people to to be a part of my spotlight and and they can be a part of it. That is really awesome. So let's talk a little bit about some things that you've been through over the years. Um, I think, you know, you, you made it through school and you were, you had a hard time, but then the football team, you said the football team became your friends. How did that happen? Um, I was a sports trainer for the team. I, I, uh, I was a water boy. I'm always on the field all the time. Uh, How did you become the water boy? Um, my special education teacher, um, he's a guy, his name is Coach Wolf. Um, he, he wanted me to, uh, to do stuff because he knew that I was active. He knew that I could do stuff. And so he asked, hey, let's give it a shot and see what the sports, sports trainer, oh, let's see what he says if you wanted to join the team. And so um, when we went to the tra- uh, the uh, training room, they uh, said, of course, you can join us. So I, I did it for four years. That's great. How Was it fun? Did you like, you must have liked it. You did it for four years. I did it for four years. Um, my freshman year to my senior year in high school. And I, I went to all the football games. I went to playoffs and won state championship. And I don't know. I don't know if all people know about Katie High School. It's uh, the Katie Tigers. So I was a part of. I was a part of them many years ago. That's really great. So, so like, oh, sorry. No, um, that's okay. Me and my brother, you know, my brother graduated in 1999 at Katy, and he was a football player for Katy. Um, he um, was a wide receiver. And when my brother graduated, I followed his footsteps uh, to be a sports trainer. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, ever see anybody from that football team now? Do they stay in touch with you? Have you been able to stay got, in touch with them? I got so many fa- Facebook friends. It's yeah. so hard to catch up with everybody. That's like, another thing, right? Yeah. Now look at how many people that you're that you're reaching, Evan, because you could have, you know, just said, "Hey, this is hard. You know, I have Down syndrome, and people make fun of me." and this is too hard. I'm just going to stay here and work at this grocery store. And that's just all I'm going to do with my life. But you didn't do that. You so, said uh, it's hard, yeah. but I have something I love and I'm going to go do it. I love seeing you, seeing you do this. Yeah, uh, 
back in 2000, I remember, 2020, 19, 18. So 2017, I quit my job at the grocery store because I was in a very serious car accident. Oh, what happened? I was going to a movie premiere. Uh, me and my friend, we made a plan to go see a movie. And uh, I wanted to go see the premiere. And um, he picked me up from my house. And uh, we were trying to, to drive out to the premiere. So basically, we were uh, part looking both ways uh, of here's a stop sign. We were waiting to see if, if there's no cars. And so it was, it was so weird. I was in the hospital. Like, I was in the hospital. Um, didn't know why I was in there. So here's the story. I heard this from my parents, like, and my, my friend that was a part of the accident. This guy was going 80 miles an hour. 80 miles an hour. That's fast. Yeah. Very fast. And so when we got out of the subdivision, I was in the hospital. I busted, I busted my face. I, I have a, a metal jaw. I have, a, I, have, I have metal in my face. You can't see it. It's in my face, inside. Wow. And I had a, a mild fracture in my neck. But then in my, my stomach, my bones in my back, they're hurt. And so my friends, uh, he, he got it worse than I did. He, he hurt his head, his arms his upper body, his legs, knocked out a tooth. I knocked out a tooth too. I don't want to show you this nest. <laughs> How is your friend today? Is he okay? Yeah. Uh, so it was a very long time ago. So, so uh, everybody, me and him are doing, doing really well. He's, he's working a full-time job. Good. He's a short designer. He makes shirts. That's cool. T-shirts. And so, and for me, I act and I speak. That's my job. And yeah. if it, I'm glad to be alive. Um, I'm glad to be alive from 2017. Then I was, I, I had surgery that last year. Um, of October, um, on my ulcer, on my ulcer, and uh, they fixed it. But afterwards, I I felt light lightheaded. I felt really bad. Like I had to even call call my mom and tell her to get the bucket. I was uh -huh. throwing I was throwing up a lot of blood. Oh no. So a lot of blood from my mouth, 
and the other end to mm, you don't want to know <laughs> so are you okay now um yeah i you know i'm doing good i'm i'm eating the, i'm eating the white foods drinking a lot of water because yeah that's it helps us grow um as people if i want to be a better speaker I need to eat the right foods. That's true. That's true. You have to take care of yourself. Evan, what is one of the jobs you've had acting or speaking that you um, have a story from that you just remember maybe you were nervous on the first time going in or you had to meet new people? And, and you know, how did you do that? So, so 2014, was my very first presentation. I was at the Houston Body Walk. The Houston Body Walk is basically a celebration of people with disabilities. So um, I got in contact with people uh, from the organization and I reached out to see if they want any inspiration speaker um, to, to, to come to the event. And so I had to use, so when I first did my presentation, I had to use cue cards. Yeah. At first, because I was new to it and I had to make sense. When I speak, I have to make sense. Because yes. You don't want to lose your audience if you don't make sense. Very true. Do you know what I've done sometimes? If I had a big one, I used. I took the four points and I put one section on each finger. <laughs> so I would write, you know, part one, and then I would look down, I would do that part. And then I'd get to the, I'd finish. I'd be like, Oh, oh you know, what's it? And then I'd look and I'd be able to tick off on my fingers because it's hard. Sometimes you're speaking and maybe, and somebody asks you something in the middle or something happens and you lose where you are. It's nice to know where to come back to, right. To, to get going or you can get emotional talking about something that's important to you and it's and, nice yeah everybody does it <laughs> life is good you know yeah even my parents will say the same thing my mom will always tell me that when i go to my presentation she always will say go nail it you got this that's great and go have fun that's great. I bet it makes her feel good. You know, I'm a mom. I have four kids and now some of them are in their twenties and they're not kids anymore, but they're still my, my babies. Right. And so it makes me feel good to see them doing things and going for things and taking chances and, and doing all that. So it probably feels really good for your mom to see you doing that stuff too. doesn't matter how old you get, how big you get. She's still your mom. She still wants you to be happy. Right. Yep. Yeah. I love mom. I love my mom. Even though that sometimes we disagree on things, but um I still love my parents. That's good. That's I all you can mom. ask for, right? Yeah. That's what I every love, parent wants. I love my mom and dad. <laughs> That's good, Evan. That's good. So where do you want to be in five years? What would you like to have in done? Five years? Yeah. Well, I want to be a speaker of for a very long time. Good. Uh, that's where I see myself in five years. 
um, to be able to travel. Uh, because I do a lot in Houston, and I want to at least go to different cities in Texas and and travel the United States. The only way people they have to book me to my agency because I'm not paying for my flight. I'm yeah. not paying for for my airfare. If yeah. somebody if somebody wants to book me. The only way to do that, call the agency. What is that agency, Evan? What? What is that agency? Passion your boss with talent. Passion your So the the name of the agency is called PB Speakers. Okay. But it's basically they call themselves Passion Your Boss with Talent. Okay. Great. Good to know. So what is something or is there anything about uh, Down syndrome or life with Down syndrome or <coughs> have Down syndrome that you would like other people to understand better or to recognize or to know? I'm sorry. What, no, it's all right. What is something like, what is something about Down syndrome that you would like, or is there anything that you would like people to know? You know, like, Sometimes we have so we have something that we're dealing with or that we have that's just normal to us. It's the way we do things. We don't even think about it, but because it's not normal or familiar to other people, they misunderstand it or don't know about it. Yeah. So basically, um, when I was a little baby, my uh, when I was born in 1983, my mom uh, had me. And she um, she didn't know what baby she will have, but she, she fell in love with me, uh, just the way that I am. To this baby is gonna grow. To, I don't know. I don't know what they th- thought way back in the days when I was just a baby, because maybe my mom had some thoughts. Say, I hope. My child um, can can do all things. You know, my mom and my dad they don't treat my they don't treat me and my brother any different. My my parents will always uh, treat uh, my brother as my brother, and they will all and they will treat and they will treat me as Evan. Evan's speaker, Evan's an actor. Jason is a um, orthopedic surgeon, has his own office. He's he's married, he has kids. I'm an uncle. And that's what uh I love my nephews and niece. If it wasn't for them, I don't I wanna be doing what I'm doing right now. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because they they show compassion and love towards their uncle. I'm the only uncle in the family. Like they don't have any other uncles except for me. Well, if they could only have one uncle, Evan, I think they're lucky to have you. I think they they probably think that too. And it's kind of yeah. it's kind of cool to see them grow as yeah. kids. I wish I was still a kid, but. I'm not, but 
<laughs> but I I realized one thing. I'm still a kid inside of me. Yes. And I think that's one fun thing about getting to hang out with you uh, is that you just make pe- other people feel like that too. You know, forget about the stress, forget about we're here right now in this minute. How can we make it fun? And I think you're, I think you're good at that, Evan. Yeah. I remember uh, with Tim Clun. Yeah. Um, he's funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. He, he, I, I went to um, December. I went to a, a veteran event yeah. in Houston. TK was basically in Houston for a gala. Yeah. And I asked, hey, Tim, I didn't know he was in Houston. And I saw an event flyer. says, man, I want to go. So I called Tim. Hey, is there any, any spaces left for the gala? So I would like to go. I said, yeah. uh, brother. I said, let me check and see what I can do. And so it took him at least an hour yeah. to see, see if he can find a spot. And basically, he had two seats available. Nice. So, so I, I saw J.P. Lane with his uh, beloved wife. That's Crystal. awesome. That's awesome, Evan. That's great. What would you tell somebody who wants to do something like you wanted to do acting, like you want to speak, but maybe is scared to do it? Maybe they think that they can't do it because of whatever reason. Maybe they think that they're not good enough to do it. For oh, for acting, right? Something that they want to do. Maybe they want to open a business. Maybe they want to ask a girl out. Maybe they want to try a new class but you know they're scared yeah. yeah so you know i recommend i recommend for actors do whatever you feel like doing um if you want the right teacher find that right teacher and that teacher will uh if you feel comfortable around that person and and you like their their work as an acting coach um it's it's so as for the actors they have to make a decision what they want to do um to pick to pick the right class so they can feel comfortable in the class so it's really up to them perfect Evan, thank you so much. And if somebody wants to book you to speak, they can go to pbspeakers.com. I think I will double check. We'll put that in the article. You also volunteer to speak for uh, Ralphie's Rangers and Autism Moms of Houston, Macy's Miracles. You've done work to speak for all of those organizations. And we're going to put those links in the article that I'm going to write about you so that people want to find out more they can and if they want to follow you on instagram you're ozark evan is that you so i changed my name to netflix actor Evan. you change your name to netflix actor i'm looking that up right now let's see netflix oh i see you there you are netflix actor evan okay there you go so if you want to follow evan on instagram go to netflix actor evan 
He'll post a lot of cool stuff, keep you up to date on what you're doing. You can message him if you want, and he'll send, send you information on how to book him to come talk and speak. And I would highly recommend uh, if you have an event, especially one that's going to impact children or that they you know, need to hear from somebody who can give them a little courage to get through the really battlegrounds of middle school, elementary school, kids can be mean and tough and it can be a hard world out there for kids who are insecure or struggling with something. And Evan would be great to have come to your school, to come talk, to come meet you. I promise you the energy just from him walking in the room is going to make it worth flying him out to wherever you are to have him come <laughs> to your event. Evan, we love, love that we finally took three times, but we finally got you to come sit down share your story with us. We're going to follow your work for a long time. We're going to share whatever you have going on with our community. And um, we can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, I'm so happy that you're you're Barbara Allen. But thank you, Miss Liberty. (laughs) I love that you call me that, Evan. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Thank you. All right. There you have it, everyone. That wraps up another episode of American Snippets. I'd like to thank Evan Vorazeris for being here as well and sharing his story. Real quick, before we let you go, please leave us a review on iTunes. iTunes reviews are very important in helping us get these stories out there and in front of more people. These are inspiring stories that need to be heard. Again, our message here is all about positivity, possibility, and patriotism. So if you got any value out of any of the episodes that we've done in the past or out of this episode, leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget, tell a friend about our podcast, share one of your favorite episodes on Instagram or Facebook, uh, and make sure you follow us on YouTube as well at American Snippets. We publish all of our interviews there. Plus we do these cool human interest stories and publish additional content that we don't necessarily feature here on our podcast. Finally, you can go to americansnippets.com, check out the featured article of the week. We do a full write-up on our guests. You can re-listen and uh, watch this full interview with Evan Vorazeris. Uh, there as well. That's at americansnippets.com. We also include some social media links that you can use to follow Evan and his journey. We appreciate you being here today. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are.